Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Very long week here in Nashville, Tennessee area. You know, you guys know I'm a medical carrier and I, um, big, uh, COVID outbreak here. I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's something else. Short show tonight. I'm going to do the NFC East. And I'm going to make Super Bowl predictions for the NFC side. I'll do two games on uh, Tuesday or two two uh, divisions on Tuesday's program. I will give you my Super Bowl picks, uh, complete Super Bowl prediction. I'll give you half tonight, and I'll give you the other half on Thursday. A uh, little announcement Tuesday. If everything works out, Darius Reed, uh, NFL player, former NFL player. He now plays uh, uh, semi-pro ball. I think he's played in uh, Canadian Football League. Get, give me his thoughts on the league and give a little bit of his resume and all that good stuff. But listen, we got a great football game going on right now. I'm not sure if they've even came back from halftime yet, but I'll tell you this. I said I said that, that this Minnesota team, Either this Minnesota team or Oregon next week will beat Ohio State. That was my uh, preseason prediction about tonight. I said this will be a great game. Minnesota currently up 14 to 10 at halftime. I made that prediction here. You've got this young 19-year-old quarterback, C.J. Stroud, going on the road, playing at a veteran-coached, uh, defense here, veteran quarterback. This team, Minnesota, with all their starters coming back on both sides of the ball. And this team went 11-2 and two, two years ago. So I knew this would be a struggle. I predicted they would lose this game or they would lose the Oregon game, which is next week. Now, the Oregon game's at home. If they win these two games, if they come back tonight and rally, and win these two games, it looks like they might not win this game. But judging the way this quarterback is starting to feel the pressure, uh, this C.J. Stroud, I don't think they're going to come back. But a lot more talent. They're ranked fourth in the country. Uh, I've seen games like this go before where they make the big play. But this is on the road. This is not at Ohio State. So I predicted a great game. That's why I've been talking about this game. Uh, I talked about it for weeks leading up till tonight. I think we got a great game coming on next week. I think just because it's NFL, I don't know if it'll be this close with the um, Tampa Bay Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. Can't wait. Looking forward to that game as well. Okay. So going over the NFC East, uh, the Eagles made a lot of, of noise in the offseason here, trading Carson Wentz for uh, uh, draft picks and whatnot. And now, you know, they, they have made a trade for Gardner Minshew when they've had Joe Flacco. And, of course, they, they, they've cut uh, moved off of uh, C.J. Mullins, former, former uh, uh, 49ers player, wasn't really high on him. So they've got Minshew because they've got uh, – uh, there, there's, just, there's simply not a lot of faith for what they're seeing in training camp of, of Jalen Hurts. And I've said that from the get-go. This guy's uh, Hurts is, is, couldn't – he, he struggled to make his second read after his first year at Alabama. 
Uh, he was yanked out of that Alabama National Championship game back in 2018 against Georgia. And I think that, um, yeah, Bucks favored by seven and a half. Hey, Pickles, I told you I thought that Minnesota-Ohio State game will be close, if not an outright upset. Uh, we still got a half to go. I don't know if you were watching earlier, but just wanted to let you guys know there. Uh, just want to say one of those, I told you so. But as far as this Eagles team is concerned, uh, you know, not going to spend a lot of time. They've made some trades. Uh, they made a trade with Miami. They have, uh, I want to say, they have the Colts, possible first-round pick or second-round pick, their first-round pick, second-round pick next year, and they got the first-round pick. Uh, well, first-round pick, they're going to have their first-round pick next year. But they've also got the Dolphins. They're one of those teams that's going to be in the Sean Watson sweepstakes. Watson's going to play on this team. Uh, it looks like he's he may not play it down this year. Uh, sometimes you just got to listen, Pickles, to your first, uh, instinct. And my first instinct when all this came down was they might not play. Then I was reading some other things to say otherwise. So, uh, maybe that, that's the case there. But this Eagles team, they got an aging offensive line. They got a quarterback that I have zero to no faith in. And... They have a brand-new coach here. They're fair defensive line. Got a little bit of holes in the secondary. But I just I – looking at their schedule, and I, I just don't have a lot of faith in it. A lot of people think that they're going to win that Atlanta game. I'm not one of those people. Atlanta, by the way, with Tampa, by the way, Pickles, uh, they are 100% vaccinated. Uh, Atlanta's offense, Atlanta won this game last year. I expect them at Atlanta to win this game this year. Then they got to play San Francisco at home. Then they got to go play at Dallas. Well, that's 0-3. Well, Pickles, guess what? You know who they play after that? They have, they play um, the Kansas City Chiefs, then out Carolina. That's 0-1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 to me. They host Tampa after that, then at Vegas. They, I just don't see a lot of wins here, okay? I mean, I was thinking maybe they'd knock out maybe the Jets, but the Jets look great. Jets got a pretty good defensive line, and this rookie quarterback may win rookie of the year. The way he's playing, it may be between Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, you know? But uh, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. I'm thinking that this Eagles team will be anywhere from 5-12, and 12 to three and third, uh, three and fourteen. Uh, I think Houston will probably get the number one pick, but I think these guys will probably be in the top five, if you ask me, Pickles. So not going to spend a lot of time on them. I know Jamie. He was. Uh, I mean, they were four eleven and one last year, but uh, I, I just um, not really feeling this Eagles team now. I'm going to go over here and talk the teams from the worst to the best. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to flip back here and talk about the Giants team. Now, the Giants are a physical team. They have a good pass rush. You know, the thing about this Giants team is defensively, Pickles, they they finished at 6-10 and 10 last year, but they... Um, 
they they couldn't hardly stop the run, you know. And for a team that had such a good pass rush, you would think that uh, I'm just looking here, taking a. Okay, it looks like uh, Ohio State's moving the ball in the second half. Just a little glance there on my phone. Uh, and they're, they're supposedly going to get Matt Bar or Saquon Barkley back in in possibly about week one. But here's my reservations on this team. I know they've made some some moves here for to get bring in other offensive linemen. But Pro Football Focus got them ranked 32nd offensive line in the league coming in this year. You know, uh, 17, 14. Yeah, yeah, I figured they would. It's going to be a close game, though. going to be a close game. And that guy's already made one mistake, this quarterback here. But um, let's see. Well, yeah, the guy threw a pass from C.J. Stroud. Yeah, this question of his uh, throwing ability. Uh, as far as the Giants are concerned, this team is, is uh, heavily reliant on Jones making that next step. You know, they they've upgraded at at uh, they paid, went out and got free agent wide receivers. You know, and and they uh, drafted Kenny Galladay. Uh, there's times Kenny Galladay looked great last year. Other times he didn't. Uh, got a little banged up last year. But they've got him along with uh, Cordavius. I want to say this guy's name is uh, Tony out of Florida. Uh, a lot of people were pretty high on him coming out of Florida. They've got Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Now, Evan Ingram is, is hurt. But they got Galladay. Ingram is hurt. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is, is a much older player. I want to say pushing 34. Now, Sterling Shepard there. Uh, it's They're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to lean on the run. And Daniel Jones is going to have to, uh, you know, make key third down plays and not look around and fumble the ball so much. You know, this is a big year for him. And, and a big loss, they lost Dalvin Tomlinson. That was their uh, defensive tackle, uh, run-stopping, uh, best run-stopper out there. Well, you know where he's at. He's at Minnesota. That's why that one of the reasons why I got Minnesota winning the NFC North. But with that low-rated offensive line and this, you know what, very competitive division here, I'm just not sure. They're a team that I'm looking at their schedule. Now, they open up against Denver. I had them winning, beating Denver at the beginning. I, I had had them beat Denver. I said, well, you know, home team, very emotional coach, have the defense involved. And in the offseason, I looked at that Denver game, and I thought, yeah, they could beat Denver in, in East Rutford. But now I'm looking at, Denver secondary. I'm looking at Bradley Chubb. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at uh, uh, Von Miller, and they the offseason moves. Denver's got the highest rated secondary in the NFL coming in this season, according to Pro Football Focus. And the main thing is Denver's got Teddy Bridgewater. So 
Bridgewater's not going to make that big mistake. He's the he's the quarterback veteran. Uh, they're going to have a really good running game between Melvin Gordon and their uh, Devontae Williams out of, uh, I want to say this guy's like a second-round pick out of North Carolina. Great pickup. They're going to have a good one-two punch there. Pretty solid offensive line. They're going to go up there and beat the Giants in, in uh, East Rutford. But then these guys got a short week, and they got to go play Washington at Washington. And Washington's coming off of another home game that I think they're going to beat. Uh, and I'll talk about them here in a minute. I think they're going to beat the Charger team. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, he's going to look good early. And then he's going to fall apart like he always does. That's why they call it Fitz Magic. Sometimes you see him play well. Sometimes you don't. And But they got a really good defensive line. So, you know, I mean, then they got Atlanta at home, but I'm looking at the, the at Dallas. I, I like Dallas to beat them. You know, the Rams uh, may knock out the Rams in, in, on October 17th, but I'm sure they'll be underdogs. They got to play at Kansas City this year, at Tampa this year, Pickles, at the L.A. Chargers, at my – check this out. December 5th, they got to fly down. They got to fly from East Rutford, New Jersey – to Miami, Florida, okay? Then they got to go fly back to East Rutherford, New Jersey, and then fly to uh, L.A. and play the Chargers. Two physical, good defensive lines, back-to-back weeks. Then they come home and play Dallas. Well, Dallas always matches up well against them. And then at, uh, at Philadelphia, at Chicago, and Washington, home. So I got uh, this giant team. Anywhere from 7 and 10 to 8 and 9, I think they're going to be just short of winning the division to get into the playoffs. And that's being generous because Judge has coached these guys into uh, uh, playing hard for them. But once things go south with a – once things go south, you know – with a guy like Joe Judge, a hollerer like Joe Judge, uh, the team's going to tune this guy out. I've seen this a million times. You know, uh, he's already, they've had numerous players, sudden retirements. I think it was the most in the league during the training camp. I talked about that fist fight last year where Mark Colombo actually punched him in the face, what I read by all accounts. And, Raining in Minnesota, well, that helps the running game right there. That helps the running game. Yeah, yeah, 17-14. Guys, I told you this would be a tight game. I told you it would be a tight game. You know? And it looks like that they're moving the ball first and 10 at the 42. So, I told you. So, I think the Giants are going to come up short. I think they're going to be looking for a quarterback next year. You know? But... uh, We'll see. I mean, they can look up and play well, uh, get the right breaks, may slide into a playoff as a wild card, uh, may win this division. They got to get to the playoffs this year. That's the expectations of getting to the playoffs this year. Oh, Brian asked, what team did Hype that I expect to fall on their face? Um, team that's really Hype, I think, uh, Mel Kuyper, 
from uh, ESPN has got Green Bay going to the Super Bowl this year. Well, David Bakhtiari is their left tackle, all pro level. He will be out for at least six games. He's starting a season on the PUP. They're playing teams like Washington's pass rush, Pittsburgh's pass rush, uh, this upgraded, much upgraded uh, defense in Minnesota. And they didn't do anything to improve their team last year. And by the way, they lost an all-pro center who went to to the L.A. Chargers. So I think the Packers, I do not see them as even being uh, the best team in their division, much less one of the best teams in the NFC. In the uh, NFC. But as far as the Giants, they're going to come up short. Uh, it's going to be a tough decision, but it won't be for me. I would I would be looking for another quarterback next year if I am the New York Giants, and I think that'll be pretty easy. Uh, could be wrong. He could take off. Barkley's running game could do well, and the light bulb could go off in year, uh, what is this, year three for him? But I just don't think so. This guy, he, he he's had two years. He's had two years in a row where he's had uh, – Ball, t- uh, look at that. Mm. Man, they're in the 19 yard. Yeah, Minnesota's going to give these guys. I told you guys. Mm. So, anyways, the Giants are going to come up short. And and some people, you know, the Mac and Jack guys uh, got them winning the division. But that they're seeing life through red, white, and blue tone giant colors. Uh, if, if Tennessee was bad, I'd tell you they were bad, you know. But I, I, you know, I'm not one of those Homer type of people. Yeah, quite frankly, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian says uh, from my, from my audience here on the podcast, there are too many other coaches out there right now to be me, me or Okra. He says if I'm looking for another head coach for the Giants, uh, yeah. If they come up short, there's, there, there's a chance that the Mayor family could, could move off of uh, Dave Gettleman. And if you bring in a new general manager, usually the new general manager wants to bring in his old coach, not a um, not a uh, uh, um, not not a hothead that was from the other administration. Okay, yes, thank you, Pickles. Uh, Touchdown Minnesota. Touchdown Minnesota. A 19-yard run from Muhammad Ibrahim. And now you're up 21-17. Just a quick little college update while I'm doing the program here. Uh, This this Ibrahim has 139 yards and two touchdowns. A lot of that came on a fourth down play. Great call by P.J. Fleck there. Now, these type of upsets usually happen on these Thursday night games, and the home team has a really good running game and a good defense, and there's turnovers made by the opposition. That's how Ohio State beat that great Miami team back in 2002, I want to say, in the national championship game. Great game. Great. Maurice Correa and all of them. Uh, I love that. I love that. So, anyways, the Giants could be moving off Gettleman. 
could be moving off. Uh, definitely move off Jones next year, Daniel Jones here. So moving right along to the um, to the Washington Redskins, Washington football team. Excuse me. Now Washington has made some upgrades. You know, I like the fact. They did lose Ronald Dar- Darby at, at uh, on defense, but they got ten guys back on defense. They're going to be fine, okay? They got ten starters back on defense. Probably the best front four. Uh, I want to say they're second or third according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, Pittsburgh's got the number one defensive line in the NFL there, uh, but these guys aren't too far behind Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year type of. Um, type of player here and uh what is it curtis samuel i want to say is the wide receiver that they brought in from carolina to play with terry mclaurin logan thomas antonio gibson they've got a pretty decent offensive line to considerably good offensive line yeah chase young really good player there the only issue is they got Ron Fitzpatrick and Tyler Henneke. Henneke played well, decent against Tampa in the playoffs last year. And you've got 38, 39-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick and a guy they call Fitzmagic. He's up and down. He usually starts the season off well. Uh, they were in the sweepstakes of getting Matthew Stafford. If they would have got Matthew Stafford, I was telling my dad this the other day. Uh, if they would have got Matthew Stafford, I would have put this team to win the East easy, easy. But I've been watching Ron Fitzpatrick every year. Uh, starts off great, then he goes downhill, then he's up and down the rest of the way. Very, very inconsistent player. Very inconsistent player. And that's why I just don't have them winning this division like a lot of people do. You know, I think they'll win the first two games. And then they got to play at Buffalo. Then they uh, a few weeks later, they got Kansas City at Green Bay at Denver. They got the bye week. Then they play Tampa at home. Well, I think Tampa's got the same bye week, so that's a push. I'm going to give it to the better team, Tampa. At Carolina, I got them winning at Carolina. But uh, then you got a lot of Dallas at home there. At Vegas, I think they'll lose. They got Seattle at home on Monday night. Then they got to go play at Vegas. Well, they're going to lose that game at Vegas. I think they'll lose that game. And I think they'll probably, the way it's set up, I think Dallas beats them both times. They got to play Dallas after playing a road game against this Vegas team. So it's just they're a team that I got them going about 9-8. and Listen, guys, they were 7-10 and last year and won this division. I think it's going to be very close. But... You know, not sure if they're going to be able to beat. They got to play Green Bay, Kansas City back-to-back. Then at Denver. They play Denver before their bye week. At Denver, they're going to go up there and probably get beat. 
with Teddy Bridgewater there because you're playing another good defense as well. You know, at Denver, then Tampa, Carolina's a coin toss, Seattle, at Vegas. It's just not a very good schedule for them. Uh, But, again, they got the pieces in place. Uh, Just not sure about this team. I think they're going to come up just a hair short. Uh, Now, if Henneke plays well, I I would imagine around around October the 17th to 24th, which I'm probably going to lose both of them games. That's Green Bay, Kansas City. Because at the time they play at Green Bay, there's a chance that uh, Bakhtiari is going to be back. And then it's at Green Bay. You know? So, and then the Kansas City back-to-back. So they, they, they hit a losing streak here, guys. From the 17th of October to, to Halloween, where they could lose potentially three straight games before their bye week. And then when you come off the bye week, you play Tampa. So at that point, they're probably going to make a quarterback change. And I have no idea what this other quarterback's going to do. So anyways, with the right breaks, they could win this division. They're going to be on the outside looking in, okay? Teams on the outside looking in. They could get in the playoffs, could as a wild card, or a potential division winner, particularly with this team who won the division last year, are this Washington team in the NFC, that Carolina team in the NFC, and possibly Arizona, but I just don't have the faith in Kingsbury. And um, that's pretty much it. The Giants possibly... But it comes down to the quarterbacks, guys. It comes down to the quarterbacks. You know, if, if these games are even, and they're and a lot of these in, if you guys watch a lot of NFC East like I do, okay. For instance, for example, the Giants beat Washington at home, nineteen to twenty. Washington lost that game because they went for two. Okay. And last year, I mean, the, the, the Washington lost to Seattle fifteen to twenty. They lost. Uh, they beat Philadelphia twenty to fourteen with like the third string quarterback. I mean, these are one score, one play games. What What does that mean? Who's got the better quarterback? You know, that's how these NFC East games are always being played. You know. And, of course, they've got the defense running game, skill position players there. But if you got a quarterback that's that erratic and his history says he's that, you know, or maybe I think they should have went for uh, – they probably should have made, made a move and go after one of these other quarterbacks. And they may have a shot at Rodgers next year. Uh, they may have a shot at Deshaun Watson. Either one of them would put them over the top. Yeah, and I think they'll still be bad this year. They don't have it. I mean, you got guys like Jalen Hurts. You got up and down Ron Fitzpatrick. You got Daniel Jones, who I don't expect to be there this year. The quarterback play is just not there. Uh, Dak Prescott, yeah, Pro Bowl level. Now he's coming back. Listen, 6-10 and 10 Dallas with all those injuries last year. 
Washington won the division, guys, at seven and ten last year. Okay. Let me change out my hold on. Let's see. Do do do. All righty. Now I'm back. So Washington won the division at seven and ten last year. Dallas is six and ten. Uh or they, they won the tiebreaker out, whatever. The point is, if if Prescott didn't get hurt, they won it last year. You know? They've got all their offensive linebacks, speaking of Dallas. And they've got a new uh, coordinator here. They got a new defensive coordinator. Uh, God, what's that guy's name? I can't think of his name now. Dan Quinn and, you know, Michael Parsons, there's already talk about him. Uh, he's having a, an historically good, uh, he's playing at elite level to, to be to be a rookie, even for, for the speed. And he does look like, you saw the hard knocks thing. So I think he's going to be a defensive rookie of the year type of candidate. And I think uh, bringing in guys like this, uh, can you kneel? from Atlanta, and I like their second-round draft pick. They went all defense in their draft, you know. With, with Quinn there, this offense is going to be the best offense they've had. I even like Dalton Schultz at tight end. But you got C.D. Lamb, Mari Cooper, and um, who is this other guy? I always forget that other that other wide receiver's name there. Michael Gallup, uh, one of the better offensive lines in football. It's not the top like it used to be, but their defense doesn't have to be top five. Their defense, their defense just has to be anywhere from 15th to 20th. That's good enough to win this division, you know. And I think Dan Quinn will get that much out of him. Bid, but don't break. And it's got a lot of these games, like, for instance, Washington game, Giants game. These guys, he's going to make those plays. Dak will make those plays, you know. I got him going... 11 and 6, possibly, uh, or 11 and 7, excuse me. Uh, 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 11 and 6, 10 and 7. Uh, they're going to be the lowest seed uh, division winner. Uh, I, 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 just, I see this team going, um, winning this division by like one game, right? You know, they've got a rough start at Tampa, at the Chargers, but then they've got Philadelphia at home, Carolina at home, Giants at home, at New England. Well, they're probably 3-3 three and three there. Then they've got to play at Minnesota. I think they'll lose that Minnesota game. But then they got Denver at home, Atlanta at home. Uh, they'll lose the uh, – and, of course, I've got to credit this – lose it to Kansas City. But then they got Thanksgiving. They own these Thanksgiving games. Raiders at Thanksgiving, they, they will destroy the Raiders. 
uh, at home. Well, they'll beat them in it. And then, and then at New Orleans, at Washington, at the Giants, Washington home, Arizona, at Philadelphia. So they can go on a big winning streak after Thanksgiving. I think they will go on the winning streak. So it's um, this is teams they have a big bounce back here. Remember, Mike McCartney's won a Super Bowl, guys. And this team improved vastly down the stretch last year with all their injuries. Uh, Dan Quinn is not this big world beater coach, but I think that Mike Nolan made that defense, and I was wrong about him. God, was I wrong? He made that defense too complicated for the players. He made that defense way too complicated for, for the players. They didn't get it together until, until at the very end of, of their uh, tenure there. And McCartney won like the division like eight, nine years in a row for Green Bay. A lot of that was on Rodgers and his um, – Let's see what that score is. It's still 21-17. And, and Minnesota's got the ball back. Looks like they're on a had a bad uh second 30 there. I can't wait to get off here and uh start watching the rest of this game, guys. So anyway, so all right, let, all right, let's let's go back to the playoff picture. So I've got Dallas winning. They, they go on a run down the stretch. They win the NFC East. Okay. And so we're in the playoffs now. That is all the divisions. Let's recap this. Tampa, one seed, 14 and three, 15 and two type of season. Uh, it's going to be like a one game difference between them and possibly a strength of schedule, uh, divisional strength of schedule for uh, maybe San Francisco could possibly get that one seed. But I have Tampa, the 31st-ranked schedule, all those starters back, all those coaches back, all those assistants back, even got guys like Fournette. By the way, Tampa, the whole team just got vaccinated. The whole team's vaccinated, okay? So I got Tampa as the one seed. I got San Francisco as the two, two seed, okay? Minnesota, a lot of people don't agree with this, but I do. Uh, I've got them as the three, and obviously I've got Dallas as the uh, four seed, okay? Here are my three. Remember, guys, there is not a bye week. There's not a bye week uh, for the second seed. So that's, and they have an extra wild card. So I've got my five seed, which is the wild card seeds. Seattle, they're 12 and 5. They get the top wild card. The Rams slide in there at the sixth seed, and they're 10 and 7. The seventh seed is the Green Bay Packers. The Rams only go ahead of the Packers because they have a better uh, uh, divisional. I think there's a chance they could beat Green Bay in Green Bay. So, and that, that they both have the same record, but they will rise up a, above this team. Okay. So, round one. Remember, the two seed will play the lowest seed, which will be uh, Green Bay. So, San Francisco hosts Green Bay. It's going to be like last time, uh, the last playoff game. I think they're going to run the ball really well, and Green Bay's not going to have an answer for them. 
so I definitely think Frisco uh, wins that game. Now, I've got Minnesota. They will be home against the Rams in that defense. I think the three-seed Minnesota beats this team that backpedals into the – they start off well, guys, and they backpedal into the playoffs there, and Minnesota wins that game. I've got Dallas. Uh playing Seattle. Remember a few years ago, Dallas beat Seattle in Dallas. I expect that to happen this year in the playoffs, okay? So I've got Dallas beating Seattle there. So didn't you go to the next round, okay? Uh, Dallas will play at Tampa. (laughs) And it's just going to be just like it's going to be next week. Uh, Tampa moves on to the NFC uh, championship game. And San Francisco hosts Minnesota like they did a few years ago. And San Francisco goes on to the NFC championship game. So San Francisco will be playing at Tampa. Now listen, with Trey Lance possibly getting a lot of snaps there, playing some situational football there, uh that defensive line led by Nick Bosa, that running game, uh, Trent Williams, one of the best left tackles in football, they could go down there and beat Tampa and get to the Super Bowl. But Tampa, being the smart quarterback that Tom Brady is, he'll take what they give them. It'll be a very close game. I'm saying probably... Uh, 27, 21, something of that nature. Uh, Tampa makes it back to the Super Bowl and they represent the NFC. Uh, Tuesday, I will be doing, I'll break down two, two uh, divisions in the AFC. And then I'll do the other two Thursday of next week. And I'll give you my, Super Bowl prediction and Super Bowl winner. Yeah, Tampa, they're going to be loaded. They're going to sail throughout the regular season. Uh, Every time I read something on New Orleans, they have another injury. Uh, The Carolina Panthers are too young. Uh, The defense is still terrible for Atlanta. And Tampa, they've got the clean slate schedule. They're going to get that five weeks. going to be good for the older quarterback. And uh, and Tom Brady. So I just see him getting there. Now, of course, Frisco could beat him. But I'm going to do the FC next week. going to have this guy, Darius Reed, on, a former NFL kick returner, uh, get him to talk about his career and journey and he'd get, give a few thoughts for him on um, on this game here. And see how it goes. It looks like the uh, boy. This is a good, good game right here. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State just scored a touchdown here. Uh, make a 24-21 third quarter. That's going to be a great game. But anyways, so we'll get on here Tuesday night. We'll talk about that. I will be Sunday 7:30 a.m. Central Time. I will be on the Mac and Jack Sports Show there, going over whatever. Probably more predictions or whatnot. Uh, you can find that on the Northeast Streaming YouTube channel or 
uh, Mac uh, Mac and Jack Mac Sports on the Facebook page, and uh, I will be there talking about that live stream college game this year. Uh, probably not, but that's a good idea. I may think about that. I may do it one day. I may do that one day there, uh, Brian. That's a good idea. You know, I did that one time when I first started the program for NFL Red Zone when I had Periscope and I was just putting the game back there. I had too much of the game on and I got in trouble. They suspended me in Periscope. Man, I got a lot of views, though. 10,000, over 10,000 plus views there. Uh, actually, I think it was more like 100,000. I think it was 10,000 people with me watching at the same time. Yeah, Mac and Jack, uh, they're building something really big over there at Northeast Streaming Sports. I want to say they had uh, Jim Jeffcoat and this other guy, I can't remember his name, used to play for the Giants, and they had Darren Woodson on their show. So I'm going to check that out, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But anyways, guys, I'll be back on here next Tuesday. Uh, we're getting into the AFC, make some Super Bowl predictions on next Thursday, right around halftime of that game. If you like the show, please, please share the show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast just to help me out here. Uh, like and share. Subscribe everything on the Facebook page as well. If you want to contribute to the program, um, Go to the Zelle app, Z-E-L-L-E, and to this sports, the word sports with an S and another S, K-O-P-E at gmail.com. Contribute that way. Hey, thank you very much, Olivia, for sharing my show. I will uh, I will see you guys otherwise around Tuesday. Have a good Labor Day weekend. I cannot wait. We're one week away from the NFL, Okay. Have a good night, everybody. I'll see you next Tuesday right around 9 p.m. Central Time. Check your uh, watch around 8.45. I may start a little bit early because i got a lot to talk about coming up in the NFL predictions. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, podcast.